Arch Rivals Football, in collaboration with The Playmakers Blog, presents Bearing Down the Gridiron. Sponsored by NFLShop.com, Fanatics, and Points.com. Here are your hosts for the show, Alex, the Bear Man Alcazaz, and Darnell, the Playmaker Salins. Executively produced by Ricky, a.k.a. the Master of Mayhem, Lit Winkowich. Kickoff starts in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing today? It is Wednesday night, which means it is bearing down a gridiron. And those of you who are watching this live, we appreciate you watching us live on either Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, whatever you listening to. Uh, before I get into some of the beginning stuff, let me welcome my co-host out there in Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the bear man, Alex Agazai. What's going on? Uh, well, just living life to the fullest as always, but I am ready to talk football. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Bear Down at Grand Eyes Band brought to you by Fanatics, NFLShop.com, Both Legs, Paramount Plus. There's so many sponsors out there. I can't name them all, but we somehow sponsored by a lot of stuff. At the bottom of the ticker, you will see the AP Top 25. Also, if you would like to donate to the show because you enjoyed it, you love what we do here, you have to PayPal for Pain train pipe bombs on on the ticket, and you have the cash out for the playmakers bot on there. So if you want to donate, we'll greatly appreciate it. Your support for this show goes a long way. So Bearman, you ready to get started for tonight? Oh yeah, let's do this. All right, so y'all know how we get down here on Baron on the gridiron. We gotta get ready to do the great and the only thing we love doing the most, and that is. Two-minute drill. All right, y'all know how we roll. We got two minutes on the clock. We got to get through all the headlines in two minutes' time. So, Bearman, you're going to get us started off with the two-minute drill right now. Yes, indeed. And Alabama has landed a great wide receiver recruit over University of Georgia, Texas, and Southern Cal. All right. SEC Commissioner Key approves the 12-team expansion for the playoffs, says it makes the game stronger nationally. Uh-huh. And apparently the Tar Heels quarterback has apologized for an apparent jab he made at North Carolina State. We shall see when they do play North Carolina State down the road. But uh, Mike Gundy, the Oklahoma State head coach, says Balaam, Bethlehem was somebody else's decision. Apparently, BYU is commending the University of Oregon for an apology after a supposed chance. Yeah, you know why? Because what happened when y'all played women's volleyball? Wow. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just throwing that out there. The Pat, commissioner of the Pac-12 doesn't see more schools in the Pac-12. This is a good thing for them. I think they're going to lose both L.A. schools in, after the next season. 
Oh, yeah. Apparently, after a 1-2 start, Edwards has been fired uh, from his position as head coach at Arizona State. But the bigger thing out of that is apparently this is uh, amid an investigation. It's a mid of investigation where some other coaches were were told to leave the program. I want to say for for career reasons they really go in detail, but the fact that you are members and you lost to Eastern Michigan, yeah, just like when Scott Frost came when he lost to Judson Southern up in Nebraska. Yeah, and that, ladies and gentlemen, two minute drill. Yes, indeed it is. All right. We're going to take a break right here. Get a word in from my sponsor. Then when we come back, we got to recap what took place in week three. The Playmakers Bar is probably to announce that it letter a partnership deal with Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Stream live sports from any device that you have, whether it is your computer, laptop, or even your cellular device. Catch breaking news live when it happens and enjoy a mountain of entertainment from movies to shows to whatever you love doing. Paramount Plus. Plan starts at $4.99 a month, but right now you can get a free trial. Just hit that link below with the Playmakers blog and start your free trial right now. Paramount Plus. Mountains of the Entertainment. All right, that's one of the sponsors for the Playmakers Bar side when it comes down to anything the Playmakers Bar do, including this right here, Bearing Down the Grinning. So go ahead, get you a subscription, get you a free trial, and uh, you can keep up with everything Paramount Plus does with CBS, Nickelodeon, uh, I believe MTV, Comedy Central, so many stuff that they got going on. So Paramount Plus is good, especially for those of you who are soccer fans like. Bearman here. Paramount was definitely good for you. But other than that, let us get into it because, you know, we got to do a recap, Bearman. You know how we do it. So mm -hmm. let me do this real quick. It's time for the gridiron roundup from week three. <laughs> and as we get ready to do the roundup, Oh, first game without Scott Frost at Nebraska was the old robbery against numbers is Oklahoma. And uh, did that not go the way that we planned for that to go? Oh, it did. It certainly did. It could have been worse, too. Oklahoma could have done a whole lot more damage. Oh, you saying they gave, they showed some mercy? Is that what you're saying? Well, I'd rather say they showed a little bit of respect. Let's okay. put it that way. Oh, Lord, number one, Georgia. Good gracious. They open the ACC play and they do this to South Carolina. <laughs> does, does, Spencer, does Spencer rather believe he should have stayed in the Big 12? Oh, who knows? <laughs> who knows? The, the, the only thing South Carolina can take out of this game, they're the first team to score a touchdown on, on Georgia this year. So they scored a touchdown, and then it's 48 unanswered points. And No, they scored it at the end. Oh. It was 48 nothing before they scored. The backers were in. That's how they ended up scoring. <laughs> well, that's called, that's called garbage time, playmaker. 
Hey, they still scored a touchdown. Okay. Yeah, but it's garbage time. Can we give a round of applause? Marcus Freeman got his first win as the head coach of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Against the University of California. And our, Ray, and our, our friend Ray Bernard was good. there. Yeah, surprisingly. And where is he at on the chat? I want to see him. And yeah, I was, I was really hoping to see, uh, yeah, Mr. Bernard and Mr. Braverman's reactions. Uh, well, in my case, I wouldn't be surprised if Mr. Braverman simply said no comment because he's still apparently, uh, I'm sure he's still uh, not too particularly thrilled with the start overall. Hey, you got to win. You on the board, okay? There's a one right here in our, on the left side, not a zero no more. So you should be happy about it. As we continue to move right along here. Woo! It's safe to say that Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss enjoyed their time in the ATL. Four to two to nothing. And y'all got to run it back next year at Ole Miss? <laughs> I don't know what to tell you on that one. And then we get to a game that Bearman might have some words for a certain team in maybe blue and orange. Because uh, Penn State went to War Eagle Country to take on the Auburn Tigers. And uh, 41 to 12, Bearman. Hmm. I'm, I'm speechless. He's speechless, ladies and gentlemen. He's speechless. You didn't see it coming, did you? No. You didn't see it coming. I mean, there's two games right there that I saw on the screen that I'm pretty sure I got them wrong. And then, speaking of the other game, number 12, BYU went to Eugene, Oregon. They face 25 Oregon Ducks and uh, 41 to 20 Ducks over Cougars. Make all that he can do is shake his head. All that he can do is shake his head because he know what he he knew who he picked, and that did not come up aces or whatsoever. Let's just say it, it bit me. It, it bit me right in the ass, mm -hmm. and it hurts. Get get an idea how I felt last week. Dang, ain't you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that. 19, wait for us to survive their home over Liberty. When it comes to these group of five teams, I don't be playing when I when I pick these games, do I? There you go. You don't play around, no. Liberty was just a, was just a, a two-point conversion away from winning the game. Just a two-point conversion. Well, if we're talking about an upset, oh, we got an upset. We'll have an upset soon. Believe me. And I think everybody knows which team it is, but we'll get to that in a bit. NC State hosted Texas Tech in a Big 12 ACC showdown. And Bearman, what wins championships? Defense. What won this game? Defense. Defense. A high power flying offense like the Red Raiders only can score 14 points against the Wolfpack. Defense. 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 And speaking of defense. Brian Kelly's first home game as an LSU Tiger was prime time at Death Valley 
coming in is Mike Leach and the Bulldogs of Mississippi State and a Bear Man. How did that game go for Mike Leach? Not so good, apparently. <laughs> Thirty-one to sixteen. I never really anticipated going that way. I mean, I knew the game would go a way that no one can really ex expect, but uh, I just didn't see it that way. Burn is here. How you doing, sir? Hey, how was how was that trip to the South Bend, by the way? To watch Notre Dame win that game. I just want. I just want to know. Oh, here he is. All right, as we can see with the gridiron roundup. Woo! Number 11, Michigan State took the trip to Seattle, Washington to take on Washington. And uh, you said upset, right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Let's just say I'm not the I'm, – I'm, I'm certainly not the brightest guy with the picks, am I? Like, yo, 39 to 20. Don't let that score fool you. Washington was beating them from start to finish. Yeah. They were getting whooped start for finish. It was it was bad. It was it, Michigan State looked very terrible in that game. Very terrible. Yeah, I mean it was 29 to 8 at halftime. Hey, Bernard said, great cheer. Watch Notre Dame win and then went to Green Bay to watch my Packers. Oh, he went, he went to the Sunday night game. Where were you? Where were you last night when we did? Oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> you always going to these games, man. You need to be promoting us, man. You going to all these games. We need some promotion going on with you. All right. Uh, yeah, let, let's, let, let, yeah. <laughs> he's here. So, you know what? He's here supporting us. So, at least, you know, he's here. Thank you, Bernard. Well, when he out here, when he out here mingling with the entire America, he can throw us out there, you know. Give them links to our shows and stuff. I'm just saying. Well, if he, when he goes to Ireland, he can certainly tell that he can certainly tell everybody about my soccer show. I'm sure that'll work. Even though you're not a fan of this team, Bear Man, you have to be pleased of how they play. Yeah. They were Longhorns of Texas, ranked 21st in the country, took care of business in the second half against. Texas San Antonio World Runners forty-one to twenty. Anything you want to say about this? And how to yeah, as a matter of fact, I do. The fact that at one point UTSA was leading seventeen to seven. And I gotta be honest, I I thought an upset was on the way. I was like, oh my god. Ugh. Well, it didn't happen. I mean, Bijan Robinson, twenty carries, one hundred eighty-three yards, scored a hat trick. Pretty good, but. It only gets tougher from here from Texas because they got Texas Tech next and then West Virginia. I mean, the next week, the Big 12, the conference play officially starts. Well, this week, technically. This weekend. All right. Speaking of upsets. <laughs> Stand in the state of Texas because the Maggies ranked 24th in the country. Took down 13th ranked Miami. 17 to 9. Mm. This Miami team that looked like the Miami of the 80s and whatnot went in the college station at Kyle Fields and only can kick three field goals there, man. Yeah, against a, against an AM team that lost to Appalachian State. Well, 
Mm. The, the 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 insanity of college football continues, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And then we get to what happened between me and us and picking it. That is your picks <laughs> from last week. Oh, that's embarrassing. This is what you picked, sir. Now you know how I felt last week. Great, we're even then. Are we? Wait, so you were embarrassed wanna... last week, and now I'm, I'm embarrassed this week. But look at that, though. Is that a perfect week? <laughs> yeah, it's the only time you'll ever be perfect. <laughs> that is a perfect week, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, I did not see Ole Miss blowing them out. I didn't see Penn State blowing them out. I knew these two were going to be blowouts. I didn't know these two were going to be blowouts. I mean, I couldn't see Marcus Freeman losing a third straight game. He had to win somewhere, and nobody even knows anything about California right now, so I, I picked Notre Dame. And, you know, even though I picked Penn State over Auburn, what do I normally do when it comes to an ACC team playing a team outside of the conference? What do you do? Especially when the ACC team is the home team. I pick the ACC team. Yeah, you don't bet against the SEC. But you know, I'm not that stupid, though. I did pick Penn State to go to Auburn to beat Auburn. Well, apparently Auburn didn't want to get revenge. Hey, what can I say? It was a great, great week for me. Jeez. And now we look at the records. And this is where we stand at as of right now. I have a one-game lead on the Bear Man with a 13-5 record to his 12-6 and six record. At least you're doing better than this one than Nash Rose. I guess because with, with us... You, I've you never been the brightest picker anyway. I guess with us, I guess with me and you, when we do college football, we get to pick which games we want to pick. I think that helps you. Instead of an Arturo, you got to pick every game. Hey, I needed that perfect week, okay? As you can tell, I needed that perfect week. Yeah, you're probably going to need it this week, too, because in fantasy football, you go up against me this week. Oh, Lord. Why you didn't bring this up yesterday? Against my new world order. Why you didn't bring this up yesterday when we did Arturo? Oh, I thought you knew. Oh, I knew. You just didn't bring it up. Like, but you want to bring it up when we're talking college football. Well, you want to bring up you want to bring up about how you you're so great about going against me. I'm like, all right, let's see. The main the person who didn't draft his damn team, by the way. That's a stubborn for another day, though. Because my marine brother wasn't was in town. Yeah, I know. But that was the great iron. All right, so we're gonna take another break here and then when we come back we're gonna get ready to preview this week's slate of week four of the college football season we'll be right back pain train pipe bomb productions and the playmakers blog are now both partnered with fanatics fanatics is now your new home for all fan merchandise from the mlb the nfl the NBA, the NHL, MLS, NASCAR, 
WWE, international soccer leagues, and golf. Check out the links below for everyday deals on Fanatics.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. As I said at the beginning of the show, Fanatics is a sponsor for us. Paramount Plus is a sponsor for us. Both plays in the first shot. We got so many sponsors out there. So if you are if you're a Fanatics fan, go ahead and get your gear shopping for me. They have great deals. You can ask Bear Man. They have great deals every day, every week. Deals so great, you just want to take advantage of them. And believe Fanatics wants you to take advantage of those deals. No, they're worth it. So, all right, Bearman, we did our two-minute drill. We did our roundup. You know, you know what time it is. Oh yeah, it's time for our tour, isn't it? Campus tour time. No, time Bernard, I have not. Campus tour time. Campus tour, and guess what? We gonna start it. We gonna start in the state of Iowa as the 17 ranked Baylor Bears, who want to respond after getting beat by BYU. See, that's why Seriously. I think BYU. I mean, <laughs> to be Oregon, like, okay, if you can beat Baylor, you know what? BYU might even be better than we thought. It was a, it's, it's a judgment call, playmaker. That's what I do. I make judgment calls, and then all of a sudden, it's my judgment day again. Oh. We have Baylor versus Iowa State, which Iowa State coming off the previous week, taking home the Cyhawk Trophy again from Iowa because Iowa don't know how to score more than seven points in a game. But that's neither here or there. How you feeling about the Baylor Bears at Iowa State as Big 12 Conference play gets rocking and rolling? I mean, I, I, get, I get a bad week of picks, and now all of a sudden I'm supposed, to, I'm, I'm supposed to explain how I feel. You know what? It doesn't even matter how I feel. <laughs> That's how you feel. This is your conference. This is My your conference. conference. I mean, you is a TCU fan, which we will get to later. Yeah. This is your conference. I'm a Gator fan. The ACC is my conference. All right. It's tell you what. Guys. You you want a statement? Is that it? All right. I, Baylor, want a I just want you to Baylor. tell how you feel about the game. Well, Baylor needs to get the damn job done. That, that's how I feel about that game. Oh, he says Baylor. He's not playing around. He's saying Baylor must respond at on the road at that. You damn right they do. I mean, I get it. I understand. I understand. Uh, what? What? What is the? Since I don't have the prez with me this week, I need to find what's the line. What is the line for this? Uh, Iowa State two and a half point favorite. Of course. Mm. Always stacking the odds against me. As we move on. A game that uh, if I would have told Bearman this ahead of time as we preparing for this, I think he would have looked at me crazy because if we were talking basketball, he would understand, but this is football. Yeah. Duke versus Kansas. You know why this game is on my list, Bearman? Because it's something that you just don't, you don't see often. You see it often if it's basketball, but since this is football – yeah, but I think I, I think also I know why because Kansas is somehow right now the top of the Big Twelve. What's their record? Three and zero. Oh. 
Mm, well, it's a Duke record. And they're but they're one and zero. They're already one and zero in conference play, and they're yeah, two and zero on the road. Yeah, well, Russ, Virginia. What's Duke record? What's Duke's record? Oh well, let me see. Shall I got, we? I, I got that for you. Three and zero. Three and zero. Second in the ACC Coastal. We have two three and zero teams. Is this basketball season? Nope. Is not. Nope. When is the last time Duke and Kansas was undefeated at any part of the goddamn season? Well, we've seen. Have we not seen it in basketball? This is football, though. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, you know, you're 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 the you're the basketball maestro playmaker. I mean, I always say you're smarter than Stephen A. Smith in basketball. So, I'm sure you would have. Don't worry. Sure, the lights out will make his debut next month. It's coming as the NBA season gets closer and closer. I'm but telling Duke you, Kansas three and zero. Shoot, that basketball podcast will be the best in the world, just like Internet FC is the best in the world in soccer. So yeah, three and zero. Bernard says he thinks Kansas is the team that goes four and zero over Duke. All right, and Kansas yeah, is a touchdown I mean, favorite. Well, is it is this game in Kansas? It is in Kansas. Okay. Do we do okay? Do I really have to go? Do I really? Is it really wise to go against the home team? I mean, the fact I that both teams are unranked—that's that. Some would say that that alleviates pressure, but really, at the end of the day, it doesn't even do anything. Somebody got to take their first L of the season, so. Yeah, well, I don't think Kansas plans on doing it. I mean, Kansas is coming off a, a great win on the road against University of Houston, and before that, a fifty-five to forty-two overtime win against West Virginia. Fifty-five to forty-two in overtime. Oh, by the way, who did who did he beat last week? University of Houston. Um, Houston. What coverage are y'all going into next? Oh season? yeah, the Big Twelve. Oh yeah, a little welcoming committee then, if you must. Not losing the test set wasn't enough for y'all. Y'all got to follow it up by getting beat by Kansas out of all teams. Kansas. Yeah. So yeah, there's. I don't see a reason to go against Kansas. And then we move on to uh Thurman. I think you should take this one because this is a this is a robbery that you know personally. Oh my god. Well bright side is that TCU, I mean, the way they the way they've started, it's uh a lot of things that you really think about, but TCU is fifth in the Big Twelve. Look at the schedule, you know, they Moving forward, it only gets tougher. I mean, they start off with with a win against Colorado on the road, and then they beat Tarleton State at home. Now they got to go against SMU. And next week, they got to host number six, Oklahoma. So that means that TCU cannot afford to lose this game. But uh, this is a rivalry, right? Mm-hmm. The battle for the iron skillet. And SMU's coming off a loss to Maryland on the road. And TCU's current head coach is the former SMU head coach. So this one's who's, personal, wouldn't you say? Who's that, who's that coach? Sonny Dykes. Sonny Dykes returning to the crowns that he was at last year, correct? Yeah. Hmm. And TCU's a two-point favorite on the road. Mm-hmm. And if TCU loses with the whole head coaching situation, yeah, that's going to be humiliating. Humiliating. But you know what? I'm going to get laughed at for this, but I don't care. I'm going TCU. He's going with the road team. Bernard says he's going TCU, too. 
He got a feeling this game might go in overtime, though. Oh, well. Hey, that shit, that shit be interesting. It's like this, not this. All right, Bear Man, our game of the week. Number five, Clemson on the road. They take on 21st ranked Wake Forest. Now, for those of you who are asking, why is this out of all the games here a game of the week? Because it's five versus 12 and five's on the road. That's part of it. But uh, who was in the ACC championship game last year, Bear Man? Wake Forest. Was it Was it Clemson? Well, Clemson's season last year was actually pretty rough, wasn't it? Um, so they wouldn't need a conference championship, right? They didn't. They didn't make the conference championship, is what you're saying. And the situation right now is, you know, Clemson has to win, but nope, they weren't. If if I remember correctly, the 2021 it was the Subway ACC championship. It was between Wake Forest and the Pittsburgh Panthers. Am I correct? Oh, Pittsburgh and Wake Forest was in the ACC championship. Yeah, I knew. I knew I had, I had to get those notes saved on my computer screen. So you're telling me the team that's supposed to own the ACC didn't own it last year, and the team who had an opportunity to own it last year fell short to Pitt. Now they're going against each other. Mm-hmm. At a rate force. Mm-hmm. And Clemson needs and Clemson if they want to keep playoff hopes alive, they got to win this game. Is it Clemson or the ACC as a whole? I think the ACC too. Mm-hmm. Clemson is a touchdown favorite on the road. Somebody's taking their first L because both teams are 3-0. This is the game of the week, okay? I'm pretty sure there's other games I could have picked, and I'm pretty sure Brennan probably going to tell me why I didn't pick the other game. That's the game of the week because I know what game that is. Game day is there, but I'll let you know where game day is there when we get there. Continue on our campus tour. I couldn't help it, Bear Man. I couldn't help it. I couldn't have it. I had to do it. I had to. You had to because I was going to say, if you hadn't done it, like, why didn't you do it? I had to, man. We well, got I, James. Mean, I, don't, I don't disagree with you at all. We got James Madison on the road against the who's who's now the darling of the college football season this year, Appalachian State. Who just beat Troy University. On a Hail Mary. On a so who did Appalachian? Okay, let me just let's just get this straight because if we're if we're gonna mention Appalachian State, we might as well mention who they've beaten so far because you just can't ignore it. They they nearly beat North Carolina. Okay, we all know about that. They beat Texas A and M on the road. Yeah. Now they beat Troy. Hail Mary. Matter of fact, game day was there for that game too. You know, I wonder how. Okay, so we talked about Texas A and M. How much they paid Appalachian State for this game? I wonder how much. I wonder how much Troy paid Appalachian. Well, well, this game's on the road, so it's not like that. Usually, it's the road team that's paid. You know, this, every time I mention Troy, I mean, wasn't there a time where Troy beat LSU in Death Valley? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But we got James Madison. James Madison, two and out on the season. I don't even know who they played to be to it, though, to be honest. Well, James Madison University, uh, are they part of the uh... – They beat Middle Tennessee State, and they beat Norfolk State. And they blew them out. This game here – oh, my. This could be a high-scoring game because, you know, James Madison is averaging 53.5 points per game. Did they hear me? Mm-hmm. James Madison is averaging 53.5 points per game. 
Appalachian State, 36.7 points per game. So we talk about a we talk about a possible shootout in this match. Appalachian State might get to 60 again. And by shootout, I mean an offensive shootout. Don't get the wrong idea. We might be seeing another 61 to 60 type game. Probably. Hey, wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. I think it would be a much bigger win than that. Oh, he's saying he's saying Appalachian State is going to put a halt to James Madison. Uh, well, it's a judgment call, and you got to make them. You shall see, but hey, James Madison and Appalachian State. That should be a fun one to watch in Boone, North Carolina. Boone getting a lot of getting a lot of. I'm not a notoriety this year, ain't it? Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, oh. Did we just hit the 330 slide? I think we did. Texas. 22 in the country at Texas Tech. Lower Texas going to be rocking and rolling because here come the Longhorns. This is your state, Bear Man, even though you're not a big fan of either one of these teams, but you have more knowledge than I do when it comes to these two. Texas wants to stay ranked at all costs. And for Texas, the Big 12 games coming moving forward, nothing gets easier at this point. It never does. So they got to beat Texas Tech. They do. But you never know how Texas Tech can be that sneaky team because the Texas Tech has given Longhorns a hard time lately. They've been doing it for a long time, honestly. We got the Longhorns as a six-and-a-half favorite, but, you know, if Ricky's watching, he's probably cussing because we don't do half points, so we're going to round that up to a full touchdown for the Longhorns on the road at Lobit, Texas. Have you ever been to Lobit, Texas? Nope. You haven't? Nope. Been to Amarillo, but okay, so you. You've been to Texas. You've been to TCU. Well, of course I've been to Texas. I grew up in Texas. I know. <laughs> Have you been to Calfield in Texas a and Nope. I'm pretty sure you've been to SMU because that's a rivalry. Right I've been to SMU. I've been to SMU. Yeah, I've been to SMU. It's on the other side of the of the area. I live on the Fort Worth. I live on the Fort Worth side of DFW. So we gotta get you. So we gotta get you to local Texas, and we gotta get you to Calfield. Uh okay. <laughs> we'll work on it. So this is basically like Texas Tech. Uh, certainly don't want to count them out, but for the Longhorns, the problem is Hudson Card. I you know the offense, the passing game for Texas without Quinn Ewers, who by the way, so heartbroken that he got hurt. But Longhorn defense, it's gonna be tough for them. But Texas might escape, but don't don't. Don't rule out Texas Tech. Don't sleep on them. They could pull up. I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they pulled off the upset. Keep going. Oh, wait, oh, so you want to be? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tennessee versus Florida. You know what? I'm the one who makes the bad picks, and <laughs> you're telling me to take this one. Okay. No, well, I'll tell you to keep going. I'll tell you to keep going. No, I was telling you to keep going talking about Texas so I can get over this one. <laughs> All right, there's a typo. There's a, a typo. I'll give there, Texas. But... I'll give Texas the win, but again, I'm not counting out Texas Tech. I was trying to keep you. I was trying to get you to keep going, so I can I not talk about this game. 
But for those of you, I that must do my job. So, ladies and gentlemen, there's a mistake here. Uh, the number 20 is missing above Florida because the Gators are ranked 20th in the country as they are on the road at Rocky Top, Knoxville, Tennessee, to take on 11 rank. The Volunteers of Texas. Oh, Tennessee, my bad. <laughs> I'm stuck on Texas now. Uh, this is where game day is going to be at, ladies and gentlemen. They are in Knoxville, Tennessee to preview this known rivalry between the Vols and the Gators. Tennessee comes in at a 3-0 and undefeated with a big win. At Pittsburgh, it was a very great game, and me and Bearman recapped that last week. Good game, and Tennessee came through. Florida 2-1, surviving against South Florida, which I didn't want to bring up. All right, Anthony Richardson, you get your first road test of your career, and you're in Knoxville. You're in a hostile environment. You're in a hostile territory. Bernard says the crowd is going to get in Richardson's head, and he will throw at least two picks. Ooh. 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 And Bernard's a Gator fan. So what does that tell you? I know. I mean, the Gators are coming off a 31-28 win over South Florida. And, you know, the Gators uh, had a 24-13 lead at halftime. It was definitely divided, at, you know, going to the fourth quarter. But, I mean, the fact that Richardson in a game against, against South Florida, 10 for 18, 112 yards and two picks and no touchdowns. Yeah. The Vols are a 10.5-point favorite, according to Caesars. We're going to round that up to 11. It doesn't sound good for my Gators whatsoever right about now. But, hey, it is a rivalry game. Anything can happen. We should see how Billy Napier does in his first real rivalry game. Because people want to say Kentucky is a rivalry game, but when you've been dominating Kentucky as well it has, and now Kentucky's starting to come back, is it really a rivalry? No. This is the first rivalry game for Billy Napier. Check out Ber Burner just provide us with a very, very important fact. Bad thing is Richardson has more tackles than he has touchdowns. Woo! Well, like I tell you, like I tell my Gator fans, take this year as it goes. This is year one. Take it as it goes. Don't get too emotional, okay? Don't get too emotional. Let it let the season play as it plays, okay? All right. But college game day. So Knoxville, Tennessee, show up, show out. Game day is coming to you. As we move on, continue on. Let's head to the back 12, shall we, Bear Man? Mm-hmm. How about them 15 ranked ducks taking down BYU? Now they go on the road to take on Washington State. Ooh. If y'all recall, went to Wisconsin and beat Wisconsin. So, Bearman, we have Ducks versus Cougars. That we do. What are your feelings on this game here as I try to find the spirit for this game, but I don't see it right now. Well, what was Washington's uh, state's uh, recent result? Uh, two weeks ago, they beat uh, Wisconsin. I don't know who they might have been off last week. I don't remember. Let me double check. Let me see. 
No, they beat Col- they beat Colorado State last week, thirty-eight to seven. Colorado State, oh. well, it was a five week. Well, they beat Wisconsin, but the problem is Oregon's not Wisconsin. Yeah, BYU found that out. Mm-hmm. I gotta go. I mean, I think I I can't go against Oregon on this one, but. Oregon can't afford another upset loss. Oregon is a six and a half favorite, so we're going to round that up to seven. Bo Nisbet did better after that debacle he had against the Bulldogs in week one. He's starting to play a lot better now. So we'll see how that goes, okay? Well, Brenda says, I think if and when Richardson gets in, gets it together, he'll be stuck. Well, like I said, take year one as it is for Florida, and we're just gonna ride it out. Year two, we'll put some, we'll put some legit expectations on there, and then year three, we'll see what it is. But Oregon, Washington State, that is the that is your four o'clock game, and we'll keep it rolling here as we keep going, and we will hope on back to the SEC. Number 10, the Razorbacks of Arkansas travel to Kyle Field and College Station. They take on 23rd Randy Aggies of Texas A&M. Quite a history right there. Oh, ain't this game being played at a, a, a stadium that you're very familiar with? Yeah, at t Stadium. So it's not at Kyle Field. It's in, oh, it's in Texas. Is, it, is that Jerry's World? Is that the yep. billion-dollar playpen? Yep. So Arkansas comes in three and zero, and then Texas A&M uh, is two and one. Yeah, we know why. Yeah, yeah, we know why. So I'm looking at I'm looking at these uh, recent results, and like I said, there's been quite a history. Arkansas won last year, and it was in Arlington as well. But previously, from 2012 to 2020, Texas A&M had won all the encounters. So yeah. Arkansas is on a one-game win is on a one-game streak on the on the entire history. But again, from 2012 to 2020, Texas A&M had that streak. And a lot of times, A&M was ranked during that time. Arkansas leads the series 42 and 33 and three. They come in number 10, and Texas A&M is number 23. This is definitely the one where if I get it wrong, it's going to be frustrating. <laughs> oh, boy. Jimbo, you got to win over Miami. Can you back it up by beating number 10 now? Or will Arkansas, who has been balling as of late, continue to roll? But – Vegas says one and a half for eight for the Aggies. So if you round that up to two for the Aggies, that's how Vegas feels. And ESPN full power, ESPN football power index says 57.8 for the Aggies to 42.2 for the Razorbacks. I have tech, I'm going to I'm gonna go AM. He's gonna go. But you but do you know why Arkansas is the team that needs to win badly? Because who, guess who they have? Guess who they have next uh, on October first? Let me guess. Is that team that's that runs that that runs that side of the division? Yeah, mm. a team that has to take out a Texas quarterback in order to beat Texas. Hey, would you let it go? 
No. You're not, you're not even a fan no. of Lawrence. No, I don't care. You're not even a fan of Lawrence. I don't care. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, let, let it go. go. Oh, now we get to the prime time games, ladies and gentlemen. 7.30 ABC. Chris Fowler, Kirby Hershey will be back at the horseshoe because it is Ohio State versus Wisconsin. Yet again. And yeah, Burma is is the Badgers taking on the Buckeyes, and we're trying to figure out if the Badgers can't even make it a game with the Buckeyes. No, Ohio State's going to kick their butt. And that's something, ain't it? Ohio State, Ohio State, Ohio State, right? Mm-hmm. As we had technical difficulty, but we basically almost at the end anyway. We have our final game that we're going to look at. 9.30 p.m. on the Pat Tub Network. It will be number seven, the Trojans of USC on the road to take on Oregon State. Bear man. Oregon State comes in 3-0. The Trojans come in at 3-0. Vegas says six and a half Trojans. We're going to round that up to seven. So a touchdown favorite by the Trojans. But it is in Congratulations, Oregon. It is in Beaver Stadium. So, Bearman, how you feel about Lincoln Riley? Caleb Williams having a first true road trip against a conference opponent of Oregon State. I went against Stanford as well. Uh, If if you're calling this the real road trip, I'm guessing the win against Stanford is really not worth mentioning then. No, it's not. I mean, USC schedule after this, got Arizona State, and they got Washington State both at home before before taking on Utah. I mean, right now, the way I look at it, I mean – USC, USC's the, the only interesting game they have coming forward is against Utah, then after that against UCLA and Notre Dame, but that's not until November. I mean, yeah. Wait, wait, now looking at Oregon. Now, Oregon is coming off a win over Montana State. And then they beat Fresno State on the road, and then they beat Boise State in their, in their opening uh, game. I got to go USC. USC. All right. That has been our campus tour. Now, we don't have our uh, burn down pixels ready for you, but they will be up on our website when Saturday gets here. You will see our Bears' picks. But we will do better next week. So, bear in mind any final words for the people as we get ready to close out. Nope. And I only hope that this week the picks get better. As for me, uh, like I said, we'll get the picks up and running on social media when Saturday gets here. Other than that, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your football. We will catch y'all next week for more Brand on the Grand Iron. 
That is the bear man right there, the man that runs Texas. I am the playmaker down here in Florida. We will catch y'all next week for more Bearing Down the Gridiron. Have a good one. You've just experienced Bearing Down the Gridiron featuring your hosts, Alex the Bear Man, Alcazaz, and Darnell the Playmaker Salons. Executive production is done by Ricky, the master of mayhem, Litwinkowicz. Click that like button and subscribe so you'll be notified when a new Bearing Down the Gridiron episode is live on the air. Check out our sponsor links down below for everyday deals on Fanatics, NFLshop.com, and Points.com. Need merch? Check out www.paintrainpipebomb.threadless.com for quality merchandise at amazing prices. Tune in again next time for Bearing Down the Gridiron.